0: Welcome to Adjust Your Life, an integrative health podcast about you and your overall wellness with Dr. Tim Dooley and Dr. Patrick O'Brien. The content in this podcast is not intended to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Hey,
1: everybody. This is Dr. Dooley. Welcome to another episode of the Adjust Your Life podcast. Today, I'm with Dr. O'Brien. Hello, everybody. Hope everyone's doing well. And if you enjoy our podcast, hit the like button. Smash the like button. Smash the like button. We're going to go smash. Smash the subscribe button. Subscribe. Yeah, please subscribe. We need listeners. Today's episode (laughs) is on sciatica. And I think I've heard this term a thousand times a week. And I probably heard it since I was, I don't know, 10 years old. Since I can remember. Everybody talks about it. So we're going to talk about it today and what it actually is. So, what is it, Dr. O'Brien? What well, let's, is let's, it exactly? Let's talk about
0: the sciatic nerve. I, I, you know, you're right. I remember hearing sciatica even before we became doctors, and now I kind of have a different opinion on it. It's, we it's a blanket it. term, right? very blanket term. I, I, I equate it to people saying, you know, uh, you go to the doctor and you're holding your stomach, and they say, well, you have stomach pain. Well, that it's that's, yeah. obviously we know that, but why mm-hmm. you have sciatica? Why? And what that's the reason. So the sciatic nerve, um, is a nerve. It's actually multiple nerves that come together. in what I describe as kind of like a long, like a, a thicker rope, like material that mm-hmm. kinda all comes together from other nerves. And this comes between the L4 and S3 nerve roots. You have your L1, two, three, four, five, and then you have your S, your sacral nerves all the way down. So
1: L4 to S3 actually
0: all make up the sciatic. Yeah. Nerve.
1: And there's two of them, right? One that Runs on each side of your, your rear end, Correct. basically. Yeah. It's one down the right, one down the
0: left, and a lot of times kind of comes out the lower back, kind of into the butt region, and then goes down the leg. So people equate leg pain, if you will, mm-hmm. with sciatic nerve, when in reality it may not be that.
1: So we were talking about blanket term. You know, the sciatic nerve is a large nerve with a group of, what, the L3, 4, 5, S1, 2, 3, all are attached in that one rope. So Correct. we do, we break it down clinically in the room to see what nerve it is that's causing the problem, what nerve branch or root that causes your symptoms.
0: And when you go to a doctor and they check your reflexes and they do different movements, that's what they're doing. They're looking to see different reflexes Mm -hmm. represent different specific nerve roots between L3, L4, L5. So it's one thing to be diagnosed as sciatic. It's another thing to really yeah. hone in on the actual root cause. Yeah,
1: so you, when you're a patient looking at us with three eyes when we're hitting you with a hammer and your legs are kicking and jumping and you're moving and twisting and, you know, bending over, leaning backwards, it's doing all, all that kind of reason. stuff, it's all for a reason. That's it. And, you know, what we're looking for there is, you know, the correct diagnosis and the correct level, um, you know, based off what the feedback is from you clinically. That helps us out tremendously. Sure. So the... the it's, What's going to be a typical symptom of actual diagnosable sciatica? I always say most commonly folks get sciatica from sitting on their rear ends too long. So, like, if anyone complains of any glute pain, glute medius, glute minimus, any type of rotator pain in the back of their uh, glute or back of the rear end, sorry, um, I usually equate that to, or hamstring pain, that's not... uh, you know, injury-related, those are typically the first things it's, I think of. Yeah, and sciatica is very recreatable, too. Mm-hmm.
0: It's it's something going to be based on how you position, which is why we do orthopedic testing, too. And
1: true sciatica, honestly, feels a lot better when you're moving and a lot better to stretch it. So when you're stretching your hip rotators, which will – have a video here that attaches to this show on how to do sciatic stretches. I think we can really help you out and get you started before, you know, if you needed an appointment, um, you can start stretching before you even got in here. And and to get more detail this, sciatica
0: doesn't always um, come with numbness and tingling, mm-hmm. and it doesn't always come with pain. So you could have both of them. You could have one or the other. A lot of people associate the numbness and tingling with immediate I have disc impingement, pinching nerves, uh, sciatica. Honestly, a
1: lot of those all kind of
0: mean the same thing.
1: Well, other thing I always say, sciatica is not really acute, is it? Like when you not have a, correct, not acute. If it, you're it's like actually uncomfortable, doubled symptom. over, and yeah. you can't hardly walk, and someone comes in and says he has sciatica, I already know it's not sciatica,
0: right? Agreed. I, I actually, I would say that every time to this point that I've had that happen, it's right. actually been the case. And it's like if you have a if you have a herniated disc in your back. Which is putting pressure on your L four nerve root, which in turn is causing your sciatic nerve to hurt. It's actually, it's a secondary diagnosis as a result of something else. So it's like a, it's not exactly the root cause of what's coming from. It's usually a symptom of something that might be more specific going on. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why we get into different types of treatments and why chiropractic can be beneficial. But that's why we got to isolate where the problems coming from.
1: Well, tell me about like causes. Like I don't, my cause is mainly the like, too much compression lower back. Yeah, um, too, too much compression. Let's say, my, space. And in, in the space, space that, that I,
0: like. I use, because patients really hang on to that, I use um, – think about you're at your house – and you have your window wide open, right? And you wanna stick your whole body and head out the window to look around. That's essentially what each side of your vertebra is gonna be like. It's gonna have a nice open window and you yourself sticking your head out the window is like, you're like the nerve root. Mm-hmm. Well, you have plenty of room to operate and move around, no issue. Now let's say someone comes up and bumps into me and is trying to, to, to stick their head out the window at the same time as me, that would be like a disc causing pressure mm-hmm. on that nerve, which in turn could relate to sciatic issues, sciatic
1: pressure. Mm-hmm. Um, Other causes, uh, weight, larger stomachs, typically, um, those type of patients typically have a lot of symptoms of sciatica as well. Pregnancy, uh, with a growing belly like that, changing the curvature of the lumbar spine will allow more pressure on some of those nerve roots. Because the discs get thinner and Mm -hmm. smooshed more, which makes the window close down. Mm -hmm. Makes the window close from pulling that, arching that forward on you. Uh, That's another Great cause, Uh, you know. Sitting, we talked about that already. Sitting for long periods, leaning on a cheek for long periods. Heck, even sitting on your wallet, which we've discussed with loads of patients. Yeah, like put your wallet in your front pocket or put it on your desk. Take it out so you're not sitting and leaning on that. Um, You know, runners often get it from tight external rotators, internal rotators of the hip. So uh, you know, when you're tight piriformis, tight IT band, that can all be uh, um, associated with it as well.
0: And that's more of acute, subacute issues, younger Mm -hmm. individuals. But then you got the other side of it where people may be. um, There's more degenerative involvement of the joints or the the discs or whatever it may be, which in turn can cause a type of sciatic pressure too. So there's a lot of causality here, as far as why individual to experience this. And I I don't know the numbers offhand, but to some degree, you know, if you look over the course of someone's lifetime, I'd say it's pretty safe. At some point, someone's going to experience something relatively. Um, similar to what would sciatica would be like, whether it 's acute or quick, maybe it 's from a pulled muscle i 've mm-hmm. had it certainly, but yeah. with my history so it's it 's not uncommon by any stretch it 's extremely common actually, but you got again, you have to isolate what why are you do, developing sciatica
1: yeah, and then we we can get into the treatment of it, and of course, you know the number one thing well. My, i think i have sciatica so i'm not doing anything i'm just sitting more well that's going to perpetuate the i perpetuate the problem so i always tell folks you're better off doing you know getting up and moving around than you are sitting so treatment for this you know obviously here we do a lot of stretching you know we do a lot of like rotator hip rotator stretching um, we use utilize passive modalities like your stim and uh Heat therapy, we use get the uh, inflammation down. Get yeah. the inflammation down. Stretching, like I said a minute ago, we combine that with manipulation, chiropractic manipulation, flexion, which, distraction, things
0: like that. And those are great techniques because, yeah. mm. like again, is if the manipulation from a chiropractic perspective pulls the physical joints open and allows the nerve to breathe, so to speak, mm-hmm. whereas decompression therapy traction. might be more beneficial, or a table that stretches you out or traction or whatever you want to call it, pulls the actual bones apart, which allows the disc to kind of retain more
1: fluid in itself and actually opens up the window. So mm-hmm.
0: all are very effective, but, you know, it's not... Each individual has to be treated in a different manner.
1: Yeah, so. and you can even throw inversion tables in there as long as you're not acute yeah. jumping on inversion tables it. are
0: fantastic. As long as you... I tell people as long as they're relatively consistent with it, you know, mm-hmm. a couple times a week, that'd be great, so... Um,
1: physical therapy we've done. Uh, we do that a lot on that. You can even... You can get in some medication, some manual therapy uh, with your uh, glutes. Uh, you can also do... You know, if it gets to a certain point, you can do SI injections. You can do, um, you know, joint injections. You can do all those things, and we can do a lot of that here. There's, I'd say, every treatment that is
0: readily available to anybody anywhere. You can we can do in our office, Um, but you're not going to throw everything at them. Obviously, first visit. I'm more interested in getting the symptoms down to a manageable state, and then, mm-hmm. el- then eliminating them. But then just because you're now symptom free, doesn't mean it's not going to come back in the future. So then that point, what are we going to do to decrease the risk for this to flare up? And that's especially where PT comes in, like, just because it's not, you're not having the symptoms, you still
1: need to take care of it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I always talk with my patients about uh, centralization of pain, like when we're talking about healing. And what the treatment's supposed to do well it's, i think it's getting better but i don't know so what i usually as a tool an effective tool is how far down your leg is it bugging you how far outside of your spine is it bugging you and what we try to do is work that soreness back to the center of the spine and that's a sign of healing so that's one Correct. of the, the 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 responses that we're looking for um you know if you don't get those responses we you know we tr- you know we give it a good good workout. We don't abuse the situation, but when we know that there's a point we can't help you, then what do we do then? The centralization is a good point
0: because if you have pain that's in the middle of your hamstring and it's a numbness and it's been going on for a while and you're just going to ignore this and the pain continues to go further down your leg, Mm -hmm. you need to be evaluated. Um, we just got to figure out what's, what's causing it and why, but if you are have pain that's into your calf and you're getting treatment and as the weeks go on, you're feeling it work your way, it's way back up towards your body. That's, that's what he's dis- discussing as far as centralization is mm-hmm. concerned because it's getting towards this central portion of your body, which is what we want, for sure.
1: Yeah, and then, you know, like I said, uh, if what we can't do or what, what we are doing is not working, you know, what, what do we do then? Well, then we take a closer look at it. You know, we get into the MRI to get it more isolated. If we, if we can't quite isolate it in the office, um, you know, x-ray is available um, and then other treatment options like, you know, your, your lumbar injections and things of that nature. And and I think it's important to note is when a patient comes in and I diagnose them with
0: sciatica as a result of a some sort of issue with their back, doing an MRI serves no purpose uh, other than just confirming what the issue is. It's not going to provide a treatment. It's not going to make you any better to have an MRI. It's going to give me more clarity. But just so happens if I do an MRI or don't do an MRI, realistically I'm still going to perform the exact same treatment regardless. So the only time where an MRI would really be warranted is if I don't know if the diagnosis is sciatica or if I've treated this individual for multiple weeks and they are not getting better. And then you need to figure out if there's something else going on. But a sci- the MRI of the lumbar spine to see if you have sciatica isn't always necessary, if you will, when in reality you're still going to do the same treatment you were going to do even if you didn't do it. Mm-hmm. So,
1: that's important to know. Um well, I wanted to touch on like we well, should always mention uh red flags like Yeah. Things that you think it might be sciatica, or you've been like dealing with it for a couple weeks, and then you're, some things are happening like, I can't explain this. And, you know, symptoms in both legs would be definitely one of them. Usually, sciatica is going to affect one leg, one one side, not both at the same time. Uh, Bowel and bladder incontinence, things of that nature should directly go straight to the ER. Um, You know, numbness in a genital region or the the growing areas is another um, issue that shouldn't be um, confused with sciatica at all. Uh, neurological symptoms that we kind of touched on, uh, like weaknesses and inability to lift your foot up or down, numbness. Uh, weakness is a big one. Then weakness is not generally associated with sciatica as much as a, a nerve issue. So those are things that we should be dealt with immediately. Don't wait. Yeah. Uh, if the pain's
0: worsening, if the pain's waking you up from a, from a dead sleep when you're when you're in bed, if you can't control it, if you can't recreate it, things like this, all again, all red flags. Obviously, something you want to have further evaluated. So.
1: Yeah, I think that I think we pretty much touched on everything. It's it's one thing to talk inside, about from
0: an from an, uh, an auditory standpoint and verbally th- discuss this, but it's another thing to physically show you. So, from the videos he discussed, which we'll attach and show you a couple quick stretches that would benefit you, getting in front of the individual and physically putting the hands on the patient and isolating this. Uh, You spend 20 minutes with me. I think you'll walk out of here a whole new person as far as your knowledge of sciatica is concerned because I'm more of a hands-on learner. I need to physically show a patient that. I think this is where a lot of patients would learn more.
1: Right, and always keep in the back of your mind. Sciatica is meant for conservative care. It's not meant for surgical situations right off the bat. So the first first step should be somewhere like a place like ours. That's our plug, right? Correct. Uh, Rather than going straight to a surgeon, let us get you to the surgeon if it's necessary. That's something we um, take a lot of pride in is, you know, getting patients evaluated correctly and sure. getting you to the right. And well, we specialize in this and we're cost effective.
0: So there's no reason to jump mm-hmm. all the five different tiers of treatment to get to the most advanced thing when in reality, you could have fixed this much more conservatively, if you will. So,
1: right. All right, guys. Well, thanks for listening. Take a, take a look at the video. And if you have any of these symptoms, you can do these stretches and, uh, some of these exercises we're going to show you. Um, thanks for listening. I
0: appreciate it. Thank you.